2: jeff and adam yeah wow still it feels very empty without music <laughs> <laughs> i can hum I, if you want you don't know what you got till it's gone But uh, <laughs> Ant- anthony we miss your bad guitar i mean good guitar playing so uh yeah anthony is uh i guess he's got a gig here in la so he's got like a big music gig and i didn't even know he was here so it's uh it's weird when people come to L.A. and they don't hook up with you, right, Adam? <laughs> anyway, um...
0: <laughs> I, was, I, I, mean, I was out there for two weeks, and it was... Uh, There's no uh,
2: excuse. You and I should I at, least,
0: at least had a copy or something. But uh, uh, you next have fun road, out, out here? Road, you, be... you like it here? Yeah, yeah. No, I love it out there. I mean, I, yeah. the problem is I didn't really get to see much. I saw a lot of the uh, CBS backlot. We were doing... Uh, it was like 14-hour days there. Very cool. You're doing like... Uh, explain kind of what you were doing. So we put together the uh, all the LED panels for the set for Entertainment Tonight. So if oh, wow. any of you guys out there watch Entertainment <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> you'll uh, <laughs> you'll see uh, you'll see we did uh all the video walls that are up on the set. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, you're very you, good at that.
1: Did you get a chance to uh, make out with Mary Hunt? <laughs> yeah, I wonder she's when, like uh,
2: she's like your age, Jeff. Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you'd still make out with Mary
2: Hart. Stop it. Would I? I don't know.
1: Uh, I don't Just know. for the story. You I don't
2: would. like blondes. Not a big blonde guy. Um, any redhead at any age, but not not blondes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a weirdo. So uh, that's cool, man. That's great. Jeff, what'd you do this weekend? Did you do anything fun? Uh, any
1: this gigs? Weekend, yeah, I had had, I had uh, uh, gigs uh, over the week i think you know they they weren't good i um they weren't good you said no they were fine they were very good in in fact um i hosted and was doing um 15 on top but it was you know between crowd work and only new material like Mm. none of like the white stuff or anything like that and like you know when it goes over good you feel really good about it so that was my that was my weekend oh that's great very cool yeah and listen we we all can't dustin man you this is the f- <laughs> fucking guy man you are you are killing it. the pictures that you're, you're showing is like you yeah. are you it's agreeing with you you look you look thank happy. you
2: buddy thank you you, buddy. Yeah. Like
1: you see a little smile on your face these you days. your color is back right you, look, back. Like, you look like a star you Jesus know Christ. i
2: appreciate it you know you you leave a basement in new york and things kind of like start to work out for you so no. uh yeah it's been good man it's been um uh, been doing some really good gigs, been blessed to work with some really great people. And uh, Nate Gatsy was no exception. And uh, that was a fun time. And yeah, you know, is this my first, like, just, you know, it was, I like guess, just an amazing tour bus. Uh, I mean, th- but hold
1: on a second. Was the picture that you posted, were you guys on a private plane? Yeah,
2: yeah yeah we did well we did a um, Gosh, we did a tour bus nice. and a jet we did a jet and a tour bus i hadn't done that yet so that was i did a helicopter once but to a gig but this was you know this is pretty great so we did a tour and there's the most amazing tour bus it was like an allman brothers type style tour bus was it it was like a huge. real rock and roll tour bus oh yeah it was for bands it's, it's fantastic it oh, it it it. i want to hear about <laughs> this <That's laughs> what i'm telling you um it was <laughs> <laughs> jeff's so the insi- only guy I'm, I as think i'm telling him i'm more, excited. Them, I'm Jeff, more goes, excited for you than it would be for me to be honest i appreciate it no i appreciate it That was it was fun. It was uh yeah, well here's the deal: it was um, you know, it was my old roommates, and we're all comedians now. You know, we're still comedians, and so Nate he was he blew up, and, and, and Nick is a uh, Nick. Nick, was Nick was so it was the three of us. We you know, we were in a uh, uh, apartment in Queens, and so you know, we've all been busting whatever. So it was great to be together with this crew. We were we were the show, and we went from this, you know, crappy little apartment Astoria Queens to this like three million dollar tour bus. To just you know, go into all these theaters and the East Coast who we went up through maine, Portland, Maine, went through Connecticut and mass, and you know, flew back to Nashville. and yeah, it was great, man. It was really rock and roll. It was like every crowd was over three thousand people. I was like, you know it was just just really, really, really great. And it was funny because, you know, you're talking about what you had to do up top. What I had to do up top was be g rated clean. And so you know it's open audience to to kids and families. And so it's interesting to be able to pull that off. And it was funny because I, I, you know, I did these shows and these theater shows with all these families. And then uh, then we had a Monday night and, um, you know, it was just me and Nick and we went to a comedy club and I was just filthy because it was like, I didn't have to be clean. <laughs> so, and I think I, freaked, I, I think I freaked out everybody. They are like, what's this guy doing? <laughs> I just, it was like, I knew I could just, it was a comedy club. So, you know, I could do whatever I wanted, but it was funny. I was just like, I just went in, I think it went a little heavy. The audience is like, Hey, easy. we're still Christians, you know, but, uh, but it was fun, man. It was really cool. It's it cool when comedy starts to feel like a rock, you know, band thing or, you know, the audiences resemble kind of a big you know, band situation. So yeah, it was great, man. Definitely, definitely good for me to, uh, you know, feel that. And, uh, yeah, so it was cool. So I'm uh, grateful for the stage time. And uh, it's just been really cool to reconnect, you know, with Nate and Nick and stuff. And so we're, yeah, we're that, having, we're that, having a ball. Than,
1: that's more than just that's more than just like doing a spot in Ray Goots's backyard. That is, that is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ray Goots, uh, Story of Queens. Anybody, if you want to see a great comedy show Friday nights, the Haunted House Comedy Show at 8 o'clock. That's and right. Glass. And uh, it's a great show for post-pandemic stuff. So definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, a little bit better. Just a little upgrade. But I but I don't have to be clean, so you know there's a it's a toss up, you know. <laughs> I don't have to do my to, you know. But I'm getting better at it. I don't, you know, it's like it's something, you know. And you and then you you hang out with Nate and you realize how much money you can make when you are that clean, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe maybe this is the path that I should take. But uh, but yeah, but I but also feel it's a natural thing. Like sometimes people are just naturally lean towards being like a clean comic where i just you know i kind of like pushing the envelope so it's just kind of it's my instinct so you know it, it, yeah. but i can push it without you know throwing an f bomb around or whatever so it's, I also, it's I, also want,
1: I also want to explain why i feel like really happy for, for you guys Go ahead. is when i first started comedy mm-hmm. the first guy that really helped me out the very first night was nate Bragazzi nice at eastville comedy club at a mic afterwards we went out to cabin and he uh, he took me out for drinks you know because it was two for one and he was my mentor until he left for Nashville then yes. I remember doing a show and I met you and we wound up you know kind of talking like knowing you and then you know but, but between the advice that he, Nate gave me in my first year and you gave me in the years I followed I can't begin to say, like, you always kept saying, it's gonna save you time, it's gonna save you years. And sometimes you say something at a time and you don't get it. And then like down the road, you're like, okay, now it comes together. I know what you meant by that. So the two people I always say who helped me out a lot was Nate and you and the two of you guys together. on. I mean, you can't answer two better guys that, are, that you know, where you want the success to happen to them.
2: No, I appreciate it. That's uh, really sweet. And I hate you for saying that because now I feel like I can never make fun of you on the show because why, you're being so he kind. <laughs> 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 He's so sincere and sweet. That's acting, my friend. <laughs> Um, So I was in Portland, Maine And uh, went to a record store there Um, It was just called Vintage Records I think I think it's new In Portland, Maine Portland, Maine's a really cool place I'd never been Spent much time there um, A lot of time You know Leah lives in Bethel My girl And um, so that's an hour An hour and a half out So we'll go to the mall there And stuff Or maybe eat somewhere close But we you know We were in the town Of Portland, Maine And it was really really cool Had kind of a downtown scene And stuff They had two record stores like side by side and it was really cool and uh yeah i just bought some some stuff i got um you know i'm getting really into we're gonna have to do a jazz month i know i know you guys you know it's all rock and roll on here but i would love to do a jazz month um maybe in october november but um duke ellington is somebody i'm really just can't get enough of every time i see some duke Ellington. Um, I just pick it up and this is what count basic. So this is like fantastic orchestrated jazz. It's just live. Um, you know, it's just, this is the kind of stuff that just keeps kind of, I don't know, I put it on and I could just kind of, you know, just kind of feel it. But at the same time, I can kind of, you know, get stuff done or whatever. It's like really soothing for me. This is kind of my Xanax, if you will, is good jazz. And um, I hadn't seen this before. This is uh, my funny Valentine with Miles Davis in concert. This is this seemed like a rare one. And I always try to get any live Miles Davis. I feel like it's just these rare because he was so. Impromptu. What are some of the tracks on that one? Uh let's see. This is just uh, my funny Valentine, which is a famous uh, mm-hmm. jazz riff, and then All of You, Stella by Starlight, All Blues, and I Thought About You. And uh, so, yeah, this is a lot of impromptu jazz moments that were worth getting when you get a live jazz album, especially somebody like Miles Davis. And then um, I'd never seen this one. This is uh, this is the Almond Brothers, which I also collect every Almond Brothers record I can get my hands on. And um, this was Brothers of the Road, which I don't have. Um, it has Brothers of the Road, Leaving, Straight from the Heart, The Heat Is On. Maybe we can go back to yesterday, The Judgment, Two Rights, Never Knew How Much. I needed you. Things you used to do. I beg of you. These are songs I'm not real familiar with. So, um, what year is that? This year is 1981.
1: Okay, yeah, that's like yeah, that's right, right before Greg I think uh, winds up leaving the band and doing his uh, solo. Yeah, I
2: was excited. Yeah, because it's like I don't know these songs, and so it just seemed like a cool, you know cool one to get so whenever i see an allman brothers, i don't have i mean i even have the share greg allman album like i, <laughs> I <laughs> it's not terrible it's not great for it, for sure but it's not terrible it's you know she's got a great voice it's just do they it was do a just, version
1: of i got you babe
2: I don't think so. Do you have you, you heard should. it? I actually I'll No. Yeah, I'll you should hear it sometime. <laughs> just be fun to talk about. It's not I mean, obviously it's not a great, but it's just you know, it's a, it's like a it's a moment in time. You know when rock stars are doing weird shit and getting together, and so I enjoy it. I mean, what's the word? I mean, it's you know, it, it, at least they try to make some music together. It's better than like J uh, Lo and Ben Affleck trying to act together. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's better I'll than their that. movie. I'll tell you <laughs> that. But uh, so yeah, so Almond Brothers, you can't go wrong if you guys are out there wanting to collect some kind of you know Southern rock or anything that's kind of maybe rock and roll you're not that familiar with. You're not gonna go wrong with the Almond Brothers. And um, and you know if you want to get to share, Greg Allman, you know record, don't make make sure you steal it because it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's fun though, but it's fun. Um, so yeah, so very excited to uh, you know, do this show. Even though we don't have Anthony, it's okay. We can uh, we can pull it off. You guys have been here without me, so it's been. Last uh, I, pre- of weeks. I appreciate you guys covering and like talking music without me. It's been.
1: Uh, yeah, it's not. That's, it's not the same either. You know, it's like you. Know, you, you it's not. Listen, yeah. How can you do Dustin Vinyl and there's no Dustin? Although uh, well, no, I did do that's a Dustin impression last
2: week. Did you? Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Uh, all right, can you do it now? Do the impression, please. I will. I will care.
1: Uh, what did they say? I was like, you know, ah, "Welcome to Dustin Vinyl." I, I, I don't know why I sound like Norm McDonald. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what we, But that's yeah. what we wound up doing um, last week. We wound up talking a little uh, Norm McDonald and Norm, okay. Norm's um, albums. Sure. And uh I forgot, the, I forgot what was the album. I will
2: not See how you changed the subject? It must have been a horrible impression if you can't if you can't do no, it. I, must, it I, 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 I gotta can't. be a hard guy. You know, everybody makes fun of my laugh, So you have to laugh like me. Like that's I think if you're gonna nail my mm-hmm. impression, I love how I'm giving advice <laughs> on how to do me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I giggle all the time. So you gotta throw a giggle in there. And then you gotta be like, the cult is a great band. That's
1: that's what <laughs> I <I'd laughs> <have> do. <done. laughs> was that the last one we all did together? Was the cult?
2: Yeah, and I'm still I'm still not sure i'm gonna bring anthony back after that um (laughs) i did not like the disrespect adam what do you think about the cult uh first of all as
0: a band what do you think about electric because that's what we covered when you weren't here well um the funny thing is right before you brought up electric i had one of my friends telling me he's like you got to listen to the cult electric this is probably Mm uh maybe like a week before and uh, i still haven't listened to it yet but uh (laughs) (laughs) thanks buddy way to be there for uh, me yeah (laughs) But um, it's it's I, on my it's on my list it's on my no, list <laughs>
2: Yeah, they're a cool band. They're fun. So, what you know, so that was a big high school band for me. It was a band that um, you know, I felt kind of encompassed a lot of my personality, a lot of my, you know, beliefs, like Native American stuff, goth, I was really into kind of, you know, just anything that was just out of the mainstream. So, Cult Colt Cult was a band that kind of explored with that stuff, and I felt like their success is perfect. Like there's some bands that like like I really liked you too, and unforgettable fire and stuff. And then after that album, they really exploded and it was hard to like them as much because they got so famous. And so I love where the cult went because they're all millionaires and they're all great. they are very successful. So they probably won't end up in the hall of fame or anything, but that's okay. Cause I feel like they have a fan base that will continue to, to follow them and stuff, but it's kind of like a mid-level, you know, like fan base that just, it's, it's good. Like we like it that we go to a concert and there's probably like 4,000 of us, you know, like we, we enjoy that. Like, hey, I don't think you would enjoy because I saw the cult with Billy Idol and it felt too big. Like it was like, cause Billy Idol was huge at the time. And so, but then I've seen the cult probably three or four times in smaller venues and it's perfect. You know, they might be at like a house of blues to like a four or 5,000 seater, you know?
1: But, House uh, of Blues is perfect for them.
2: Yeah, I'm going to see the I'm I'm going to see the Struts. I'm taking Leah for her birthday. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I am. and are uh, they playing? Um, Anaheim House of Blues in November. Oh, uh, fuck. oh wow. Yeah, yeah. And she doesn't know. So we're huge Strut fans, but thanks, guys, for that because you really hooked me onto them and they're fantastic. So yeah, I'm taking her for that. So that'll be fun. Are you going to see them in New York?
1: Uh, are they playing New York? Yeah, I think it's uh, yeah. they're playing Irving. He- Irving. Really? I, think you told me, I thought you told me about yeah, it. Jeff, uh... I, th- I think I did. You know, I, I've got so much stuff going on right now that yeah. it's it's like, I'm trying to figure out, like um, I know I'm going to be out in Ohio headline, uh, some rooms and, you know, and I'm just, I'm just trying to put stuff together. I, I have to make room for some concert. I'm going to see air supply. I'm going. To see, I, I got air supply <laughs> tickets. <laughs> I'm going to see Sarah Brightman.
2: You're gonna bring your roller skates for air supply. I always think of just roller skate rinks when I think of air supply. Air yeah. supply and journey.
1: <laughs> think of yeah. roller
2: skating backwards.
1: But you know no what I'm thinking about going to see Ghost with Volby.
2: Oh yeah, that'll be fun.
1: Yeah. All
2: right, so let's get back a little bit. So um, so Adam, uh, take us through before you give us your album. Mm -hmm. Take us through, take us through your high school experience a little bit. Like what's, you know, what are people listening to? What's Mm -hmm. the vibe? What high school did you go to? Like talk to us a little bit about your era. Yeah.
0: Right. (laughs) So I went to high school from 91 to 95. So I was right at the beginning of the grunge movement and then just the heart of uh, alternative. Okay. But in 91, and I actually pulled this list up here. Um, I was listening to a lot of, uh, I, I mean, I wish I could say that I was listening to Sonic Youth or uh, the Pixies or Pavement bands that yeah. I got into pretty much around college or after college. But um, I, I mean, I, I was listening to a lot of what was on MTV, a lot of, a lot of the uh, local radio, a lot of, I mean, at the time you had a Z 100, 955, um, So a lot of top 40 and um uh I, I was listening to Guns N' Roses um at the getting you know heading into into uh, high school. Um I was listening to I, I started listening to REM, especially out of time. And nice. um and uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith I was listening to a lot. Um but I was also listening to and uh, on this list right here, the top singles of 91. I was listening to uh Color Me Bad, uh okay. c Music Factory. <laughs>
1: You were all over
0: the, the music oh, yeah. the map there, my friend. Yeah, I mean,
1: I actually had these CDs. So <laughs> nice. um, you want to sex you. That was I want to sex you up. I want right? to sex Tell you up. That? Yeah.
0: That was number two. So um uh well, you know, when people say that uh uh you know grunge took over, the uh the number one song of that year was Everything I Do, I do it for you. <laughs> <So it's that. laughs> Brian Adams, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the uh Robin Williams. Uh Robin Williams.
2: Oh, oh, Robin, Jesus. Robin Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robin Williams as Robin Williams. That would have been Hood. a different movie. That Dustin. would have been a better movie. I think that would have been better than Men in Tights, I'll tell you that. Right.
1: <laughs> but that was well, that was also um with Sting and Rod Stewart. Were they on that as well? Uh
2: on, the, on, on that, that soundtrack?
1: soundtrack. I don't know. Yeah, if sting know, was on. I thought i Sting.
2: wasn't on. I hate Sting.
1: You're not really not the big sting. Oh. Like the police?
2: Ugh, I don't like any of it. <laughs> None of it. You can pay me Dustin, like, 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 to listen to the police. D- yeah, like I'd rather listen Justin, to, like, the actual police than a police I, I album. Future, I'd rather listen like to a something. police scanner <laughs> than... The, than <laughs>
1: <laughs> like he just shuts something down. Like, no, like,
2: like, you know what? There's just certain bands. You know, I really tried with Sting. I did. I I respect that album he did where it was all jazz and stuff. I respect that he did that. I think that's so cool. Like, I wish other artists did that. Other rock artists and pop artists like would explore you know, a different genre. I mean, some have, you know, it's like Willie Nelson did a reggae album and stuff. Like I love it when artists do that. I think that's badass, but I just can't, it's just about like, I get that they're great. I get that they're geniuses, but, I just can't do it. You know, we've talked about this before. I, I can't do a lot of Bruce Springsteen. I can't do a lot of Tom Petty. I can't do a lot of police or the Sting. It's Sting. I just can't. It's just not my thing. It's not mm. that it, I don't shit on like Anthony where I'm like, this is not cool music. You know, <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> my, my mom listened to it. Like, I'm not like that. I just, and like <laughs> it's just, you know, it is cool. I just, it's just not my thing. You know how it is. You don't like, you don't like great music. The Doors are a phenomenal band. You don't like them. Yeah. They're the phenomenal. You can't, Mac. You can't yeah, Fleetwood see, Mac. yeah. Fleetwood Mac's another extremely talented group of people. And you can't, but you don't like, that's okay.
1: It doesn't make it, you know. Yeah. I, I like, the funny thing is I like Lindsey Buckingham. I don't yeah. like Fleetwood Mac.
2: Yeah, I like Stuart Copeland. I don't like I don't like the police, you know. Stuart Copeland's just, a
1: great, yeah, to me, see, that's funny that you mentioned that he is a phenomenal jazz drummer, has done done yeah. jazz recordings and you're yeah. a huge jazz guy.
2: Yeah. So, you know, a lot of his work is soundtracks are amazing. Like, yeah, just I, So, yeah. And I like the idea of the police. Nobody was like them. They're very original. I mean, it was really a different kind of band, but eh, just don't dig them. That's all. So keep going, Adam. What are you bringing us into?
0: All right. So I am, uh, let me see. So this was, uh, so as a freshman in 91, uh, this album came out in 91. It's actually the uh, 30th anniversary of it. Um, mm. the, uh, the band that was That's originally called Mookie Blaylock. And Mookie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they switched Basketball the name. Player. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, uh, they, they didn't think they were going to be able to get the name. So they switched it to Pearl Jam. And this is uh, Pearl Jam's debut album 10 which um, I think I started listening to it. uh, It it came out in 91. I started listening to it around, uh, I think it was 92 when uh, right around when even flow came out. And for me, I think this was a uh, kind of a a gateway into alternative rock and, and coming back to it, listening to it again, I hadn't listened to it in years. Um, You know, it's got, it's got more of a classic rock sound. It's, it's not, you know you uh you think of ten you think of um um nevermind and uh uh and soundgarden, soundgarden and alice in chains is like the four main um kind of grunge era albums but i mean this one just sounds so much more uh i mean it sounds like zeppelin in some in some parts it um it it has uh it's very arena rock it's it's very arena rock ready and um um, it, it's just a uh for me, it's uh, you know, I think before that I was listening to a lot of hair metal too, um, besides a lot of the, the pop stuff. And um uh these songs sounded a lot more emotional, a lot more intimate. This was um, you know, what I mean, cause it, it the guitars, everything else sounded like, you know, it, it wasn't as gr- as as grimy as I kind of remembered it when I'm listening to it again. Um this is very polished. It's a very polished album. It's very produced, um, but it's, you know, it, it sounds like, I mean, this is something that's scary. Like you could have heard these guitars on Skid Row on uh, one of the Skid Row albums at the time. Um, but uh, I think it was just the lyrics, the lyrics, the story, the, the material was a bit darker than the stuff that was out there. And um, you know, I, I also really liked Nirvana Nevermind, but I felt like connected a little bit more with Pearl Jam. I felt it was a little bit more accessible uh, at the time, and it you know between uh, that and verse, verse came out in uh, I think it was the, I think it was the following year. Uh, Pearl Jam had just taken over in my in my high school, especially because Nirvana had a pretty sizable gap between Nevermind and Uter- in, uh, in utero. So, um, so throughout uh, high school, I had uh ten verse and Vitology that came out during that, and three excellent records. Uh, but this first one, I, I mean, I picked the first one over, and I, I was kind of debating between doing that or Vitology. Uh, I picked this one just because this this one. I, I don't know if I'm going to say it's the their best album. A lot of people will say it's their best album, and it's considered one of the best albums of the '90s. But um, you know, there is that nostalgia to it. Um, I, it's it's packed with hits. I mean, now you hear these, you can't really escape any of the songs that are on this. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a tremendous, uh, album. It's, um, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, it's one that I would have in my, in my, uh, Discman, uh, pretty much, uh, well, in my <laughs> CD book and in my Discman from like 92 to like 94. I think it's Dustin would
1: say this was a, a great driving album. You throw this on, you don't gotta oh, yeah. change it. I, like drove, to, I drove
2: to it today and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Jeff, how do you feel? Uh, that was amazing. Adam. Great job. Um, Jeff, how do you respond to that beautiful, Abner a great job, man. We're going to have to bring yeah. him in more.
1: <laughs> no, I, I agree with a lot of what he says. I think it's, I think it's a great album as well. Um, I think what hooked me on this was, one, the song, and, the, and two, the video for Jeremy. And you were talking about yeah. like a uh, dark content and, you know, listen, it doesn't, you know, that in the boomtown rats, I don't like Mondays about shooting up a classroom and feeling like isolated, you know, that is, I think it's one, I think it's a very identifiable theme. Uh, I think for a debut album and for that to be like your, basically your, your breakout single and your breakout video, uh, you know, to have that and, and to pull it off. I mean, I, to this day, Jeremy, could be in my top 20 songs of all time. I I love it. I love the vocal on it. I, you know, uh, at at the, at the time, nobody sounded like Eddie Vedder, you know, then later everybody copied uh, Eddie Vedder. Um, But then I even, I even like, um, like some of like, like the darker, like dark music, like the real heavy music, Mm -hmm. like uh, black, you know, I think that was a great, great song, and like you know, that's one of those songs you can kind of get lost in it. Um, right. Yeah, it, it, it was great. I mean, Even flow and alive were, 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 were radio hits, and also just just really great, great uh, songs that still hold up. Um, but that whole that whole era, one, it killed the music that I love. But it introduced a new era of music that I I enjoy as well. And I don't know, you know, the 90s really like the three bands I really think took over the 90s was Nirvana, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. And all those albums were released within, I think, just a few months of each other. Yeah. Like not even half a year. So think about the wealth of music. You know, great music, uh, uh, you know, between those three bands and, and those three uh, albums. So, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. And I'm, you know, when you I know you were debating this and Dustin was like, you know, pick one already. Adam. Okay?
2: <laughs> it was like Tuesday night. I was like, dude, we got to figure it out. Right. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um, I, and I'm glad you picked this one.
2: Yeah. And what year it came out? Ninety one. Ninety one. Ninety one. Yeah. I've said this before. And just to preference, I was uh, finding myself religiously in uh, Chile as a missionary. And so when I got back, it was just like this thing had happened in music. And before I left, you know, I I was kind of like Anthony. I was a bit of a snob. I was just like, it's like, oh, you do I go, I got my sugar cubes and my Elvis Costello. And you know, it's like sugar I was, cubes. you know, New Order and Joy Division. You know, that's how I would talk to you. And then, you know, it's like whatever. Like I had this, you know, I went through a lot of different phases in music. It was a lot of the, you know, that kind of alternative wave stuff, 80s, whatever. And, you know, all that stuff we all kind of went through. And uh, so I resisted this, you know, kind of when I got back, like, I don't like it when music's pressed on me. Like, I feel like it, w- the older I got, I felt like, you know, I, I, but I was always like that. Like, I never liked, you know, like in Texas, you know, they're like the Dallas Cowboys. And so then I'm like, nah, I'm going to like the Steelers, you know, like that's my personality. So when I got back, I was talking about Pearl Jam, so talking about Nirvana, Soundgarden, all stuff, and you I You have was a lot of really, John Mellencamp and, 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 in you. And I, <laughs> I got one drum solo. That's about it. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, so I was, you know, um, and also religious. And so I was going through this weird religious moment in my life. And so I was kind of resisting kind of, rock actually. And I went through like all this like Vangelis and instrumental stuff, and a lot of classical and jazz and stuff. Cause I didn't feel like, you know, cause it, you know, the Mormons are like, you can't see rated right R our movies. You know, you don't want to listen to music that's like graphic or whatever. And so you're, you know, I was really this weird culty religious kid. And so, you know, in my twenties, which is the opposite of somebody in their twenties. And so all this music was happening and um, you know, Today, actually, Um, listening to it, I got it. It took me a long time to get this particular band. Um, I used to make fun of the band on stage. I would just be like, "Oh my God!" with the with the Eddie Vedder stuff. You know, I feel like everything is just like oh. it's like and it's the voice and like really, it's like could you could you just be more depressing? Mm-hmm. Like it was just <laughs> it was this thing. I was talking to Leah, who's a huge fan, my girl, and she was just saying that's like you know she go, this is you know this is how we felt all the time. So there was a lot of the youth of that time. She's about your age. And it was like this is you know Eddie was kind of the feeling he was singing is what you guys were feeling, and yeah. so it, you guys responded to it. I Meanwhile, well, I'm over here, you know wearing a name tag and a tie, going, "Hey, here's a book that you know is not true, and so you know <laughs> so so the older I get, and the more I get involved with with music and stuff, I appreciate what a band like Pearl Jam has done, and this album um is is definitely really great and here's the thing that almost happened today oh we lost jeff oh ah, he would have loved what i was gonna say all right oh internet froze okay well if jeff comes on i'll tell him when it gets so here's the deal get this get this shit you're not gonna believe this first (laughs) of all is any twitchers out there i would love any uh questions about do you like pearl jam how do you feel about the grunge movement was it something you went you know if it's something later in life that you got into just any any comments on pearl jam or this (laughs) album please uh interact with us we would love to hear your response um so yeah so today i was i posted that we were doing this and there's a uh a a friend of mine who's in a band and um so actually uh the producer tim palmer uh, liked the status of us doing this album. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I was this close. Oh, it, oh Hold on a second. And so Jeff's coming back. But I was this close to having Tim Palmer on the show today. And, uh, you know, because he mixed this album and it was like, you know, but they just, you know, things don't work out. But, um, but yeah, so, but he liked the status. He, he knows we exist. So I'm going to try to get him on. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so this is a cool album. And I think when he was talking about his post about it was really cool. He talked about, you know, just like he, he compared it to like, you know, it's like, it had a classic, classic rock sound, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so yeah, when I listened to it, I hear more. And this is a band that they're actually classic, classic rock now, 30 years, you know, oh, yeah. so yeah. It's uh, so you hear them more. You'll hear a Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and then you'll hear them in the same mix. And so I was telling uh, Jeff, we almost had Tim Palmer on the show, but something didn't work out. I was going to surprise you with him, but uh, it was a time zone difference in England, but, uh, but he knows we exist and he liked the post when we, we did the Pearl Jam post. Nice. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah. So, you know, this is a band that um, I'm not going to say I'm that familiar with all their music, but I do love this album and I feel like I want to get more into them because it's probably as closest to the Neil Young as we have and like yeah. the, the vibe cool. of, of, of bringing something, you know, classic that with contemporary sound. So well, especially,
0: uh, especially since you're talking about Neil Young, um, if you listen to Vitology, their third album, that's when they were, uh, I think they were at certain points touring with Neil Young. They did the, they did, uh, they did the mirror ball EP around that time. And if you listen to certain songs, like if you listen to um, Immortality, it's very, it has so much of a Neil Young feel uh, to it.
2: Yeah, I like that. I like that it's bringing something great and kind of make it contemporary for people. And yeah, and also their vibe was great. They all, they did a lot of stuff for, you know, activists and like, you know, kind of, I know sometimes we don't like rock rock stars doing too much of that, but I felt like they had just just the right amount of kind of, you know, doing you know charities and things like that for people but you know they didn't, i don't think they made too many stances but uh, i don't think they backed a president like, or anything.
1: i like the second album as well i i mean i i, I thought uh verses were really good i love yeah. i thought i thought it was i thought it was hard i loved uh uh animal off of that album you know i thought that was like a real hard rock I, yeah you know, I, I i gravitate to that type of music as well but um i was um I was fortunate enough to work. Um, uh, it was the Bob Dylan fiftieth anniversary show, and uh, I, you know, Eddie Vedder and Mike McCready came out, and they did an acoustic uh, set. They only did like two, three songs, and you know, they did like some Dylan on uh, on guitar. And it was, you know, it, it was just as good as them plugged in. You know, uh, I also got to see them uh, again, just because of the nature of my jobs i was able to be at a lot of these different festivals that they worked and so i you know i got to see them i got to see them play live a lot of times and again that's they're amazing. really they're really like a band that kind of like takes over an arena you know what i mean by oh, that yeah. it's 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 like it's very you, you, there's a lot of like candles type of thing and you know it, it, it it's very very vibey i don't know if that's even an adjective Okay. But that's, that, that's, that's what it is. You know, there's it, it a mood that sets to it. Not all bands a mood. do that. Yeah.
0: Right. You know, I mean, the mood is basically you don't get along with your father, but yeah, it's, you know, it's <laughs> the mood. <laughs> well, they have a, uh, they have a pretty big right now, uh, almost a grateful dead type of following. And, that's a good, for, that's, yeah, and, and uh, I think it was around a, uh, it must've been around 2000 when they released all of their live shows in that tour, they released on CD. And uh, I, I know they've been doing that. They have a, you know, they have a very devoted fan club. And um, uh, but it, but their show, I mean, their shows are incredible. I've seen them a few times, mostly, I think, mostly in the last ten year, ten, fifteen years or so. Um, but, but I mean, there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, they'll play a lot of hits. They'll throw in a lot of B sides. There's, it, it's, um, it's really, I mean, they're really a, a band you got to catch live. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm?
2: In the chat, I think it's Jay, our producer, says, finally, some music I like. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if if that's from the chat or that's from Jay, our producer. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's a good band, man. It's like, like I said, I'm not going to pretend I'm like this huge Pearl Jam fan, but I definitely, I think I'm going to be. I think it's like the more, because Soundgarden was like that for me, because out of all those bands, okay, uh, it was from Jazz Talk. Uh, Apparently, that's somebody in the chat. Um yeah out of all those bands um I think Soundgarden was the one I latched onto and I feel wow. like um Nirvana I'm getting into a little more Nirvana was I mean that first album was a perfect album but I just but Soundgarden I really got into and stuff how does um how does Pearl Jam sound on uh vinyl cuz I feel like it was
0: released first on CDs right yeah, um so I think I think 10 was released first on CD it it um and I think it wasn't released on vinyl until for, if if I remember right, I think it might have been around ninety-four. But uh what's interesting is Vitology, which uh, uh Vitology was their third album. Uh they released it on vinyl first before they put it okay. out on the CD. Oh, uh, wow, I
1: think it was a, cool. I think
0: they released it a couple weeks before, uh, a couple oh, weeks earlier. Wasn't on vinyl. that
1: the theme of the album? Also album and yeah, out. yeah. They had the song
0: uh Spin the Black Circle on there, which is uh just all about by Vi- their love of vinyl
1: right
0: Very so they cool. tie that
1: whole thing in they, yeah. they're, pre- they're, they're a connoisseur of vinyl as well
0: yeah yeah and it's uh and that album too is uh it's kind of a, a bit of a departure from the sound of um um First and verse right and uh it, it's more uh garage rock oriented it's a bit punk it's it's really it's it was one of my favorites and uh uh, but they also had ballads on there. That's where they had "Better Man" on there. You had—I um, mean, I gotta gotta dig it up here. <laughs> um, Is "Better Man" a ballad? I would call that a ballad. Is that a ballad? Better Man? Would you say yes. it's a
2: slow tempo song. I say slow tempo song. Well, it was a song that a
0: originally I think was supposed to be for ten, or and okay. and I think if I remember right, Eddie Vedder wrote this song back in the '80s, and okay. uh, he. It was a song that it didn't really. It wasn't gonna. It was probably the most radio-friendly song on the album. Yeah, Um, nothing man. (laughs) Nothing man also is another another slow one
2: very cool. Well, let me uh, get a couple of these chats here. Um so yeah, so Jazz Talk said, uh, you know, finally some music like, and I just want to be like, dude, really? We've covered some amazing music on here. <laughs> <Like we've> had, <laughs> I mean, Pearl Jam's great and everything, but we've covered I mean, the the spectrum of Led Zeppelin and like, you know, Traveling Willowberries and The Cure, like come on, man. And definitely The Cult. But uh <laughs> <laughs> so also this says fans some uh Mr. Peabody said fans of them seem to also be Foo Fighters devotees. So that's, last week was the Foo Fighters. I like this band way better than Foo Fighters. Um, Foo Fighters to me are Nirvana light. It just doesn't, it's a great poppy band, but I can't, it's another band I can't really get into. That first album when it came out, mm-hmm. it was really cool that he was doing this album and it was like a breakthrough. And I think people had gotten, you know, in that Nirvana kind of class so long. So it was nice I like this to come out, but not a huge Foo Fighters guy. I, I'm a huge Dave Grohl fan. I think he's so fun and, and amazing for music. But but I'd read a Pearl Jam if I'm gonna do it oh, one yeah.
1: more. I, I gotta say, I'm so glad that you said that, thus I really am because sometimes I feel like I'm on an island by myself. When I like the Foo Fighters, but I don't. I'm I don't have. I'm not like I don't think they're the greatest thing. They're, right? Yeah, I think I, I like Nirvana fun a music. lot better. They're fine. Yeah, it's t- they're not- it's tight, it's
2: tight, and it's fun, and like I said, he's great, and he's so right. good for music. Right. But it's like, yeah, it's just you know, it's just not you know, it's not something that's ever like I I can I can barely tell you a foo-fighter song like it doesn't resonate with me like it's yeah. just it's something when it's on it's kind of fun but i'm not gonna be like crank that up you know it's definitely not coming out of my mouth uh one more um let's see yo mr Chim- chimney or something says pearl jam was great a great change from the hair metal and pop rap like vice yeah i think it definitely um you know, it killed, you know, Jeff's music, but like you said, <laughs> <laughs> it just murdered all
1: of us. <laughs> Skid Row was supposed to uh, blow up in 91. Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden. They blew up well, they blew up. Well, they, they did well. not. They, they were going the to take the song was everywhere. 18 and Life. They were about to become Bon Jovi. They were about I to become it. the headliners of Arena Rock. And then yeah. all of a sudden, they, they wind up now having to play 2,000 Seaters and yeah. move over because it's, all, it's Pearl Jam, and Soundgarden, Thousand Thousand Chains, it becomes STP, it becomes all those bands, yeah. and then people forget about how great Skid Row was.
0: Now, didn't yeah, Skid Row uh, I... actually have some of these bands as their opener? I remember...
1: Uh, it was supposed to have Nirvana Nirvana, over, yeah. But because of um, Sebastian's shirt.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> what happened? They were they were, Skid Row was taken off. Uh Sebastian Bach was he was like the pretty boy. He was the guy sure. in metal. He was going to be the guy. And he, he almost took to over pho- Van Halen. Yeah. Right and he comes to um he comes to a photo shoot wearing a shirt like that looks like the Raid um can but it says AIDS kills fags dead. <laughs> and Kirk <Kurt, laughs> Kirk Cobain was like maybe we don't want to open for this band and they pulled (laughs) Mm. off the tour.
2: You know, it's funny that, um, that's what killed a lot of, I think a lot of the, um, the bands, I mean, uh, Axl Rose too said some horrible things, you know, and in lyrics as well, but also, you know, said some stuff and I, that's what, that's what it was. It was like these that were doing a lot of cocaine, and uh, they were kind of borderline, getting into thirties and forties, and so a lot of it was like this kind of like, you know, we will say whatever we want, we'll rock and roll, we'll do whatever we want, and then this you know movement comes of of musicians that are very conscious of of social issues, very conscious of like love and peace, and trying to bring back more of that '60s vibe and stuff. So yeah, I could I think just the idea just felt dated. I think when you got like poison out there and stuff and, and, you know, not really saying much. And then some of these bands kind of like kind of really speaking to people in a kind of a deep way. And I think that's, you know, people were kind of maybe, getting a little more introspective, I think in the nineties out of the eighties, because eighties was a good time. And then the nineties was like, Oh shit, we got to grow up and all these horrible things are happening. And so I think there's a,
1: a lot of truth to that. I think you're right. I think people start, you know, it's like, how much of this nonsense can you really take? I mean, even yeah. I was at, at, at that point, you know, like it became like a little over the top, like enough of the spandex, we did become dated. And then you see these guys come out in flannel <laughs> yeah. shirts and shorts. Yeah, it
2: was rock and roll I mean? again. Right. Yeah, it was like it was punk. It was punk and rock. And, it, you know, it was like, yeah, I just felt I get I get it. Like, I always got it. I just wasn't like I was exposed to it later. But but yeah, I think that's what it is. And and now when you go see a band like Boyziness or whatever, it's nostalgia is what you what makes you really enjoy it. Like you could because you could just put yourself I'm 12 right now. You know what I mean? I'm not judging this. I'm like I'm 12 years old you know, or I'm 18. It's quite right. Whatever it is. And you're just like, yeah, you can enjoy it that way as opposed to kind of like, you know, just I don't know. It's being a, a you want to du- hear
1: something douchey about me, Dustin. Adam, um, I- Without me saying, <laughs> sure. What do you got? Okay. So Adam <laughs> is showing a video in the background. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I went out, I loved I loved this performance. I like this look of Eddie Vedder. So like back in this time, my hair was still kind of long. And I went out and I bought like that jacket. Nice. <laughs> I have that jacket around. now. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I really, have beautiful I hair loved like Eddie that. Uh, yeah. I went
2: down that road. Yeah. I uh I had beautiful hair like that. Cut it off. It was more of an NXS thing when I had it.
0: So no, you were then more of a better it, alive look.
2: No, no, I was not. I was very in excess. It was like it was all one length, whatever. And uh, don't act like, you know, like the high school you, made. Like, you, you had know, the,
1: the, you, no, you had the
2: eye. I've had 15 different phases in my life. I'm not like you. That was a more adamant and whatever. It was like it was just whatever. I was going through some, like wavy stuff. And then I went like, because when you two. Like when rattle and all that stuff, like we were all trying to be Bono and Bono had the long hair and the ponytail and stuff. So I went through that phase and then I went to Chile and then I came back and oh, long hair is cool again. So then I grew my hair long and when I started comedy, I looked like Eddie Vedder. I used to get that. I got grunge auditions and commercials and stuff because it was like they wanted grunge-looking guys. I got, you know... But but yeah, I try to look like Eddie better and facial hair and the long hair and stuff. So when I started comedy, that's my look. It was like the grunge look before I started doing that Kid Rock shit. I look more like him. So I get it. I, uh, you know, we all went through some sort of phase that we were trying to capitalize on the grunge movement. <laughs> I was just trying to get girls. Like I wasn't... <laughs> That was it. But, uh, yeah, this is a great album. And, uh, if you guys want to chat anymore, we'd love talking to you about it, but, uh, yeah, it was definitely something different. And I think that's, that's what a lot of people liked about it, you know, responded. So, yeah. So let's go back to, you know, you know, that's the thing is when you're a kid, you're always listening to, to music in your life. There's always moments in your life where there's, there's bands and music. And, uh, you know, I remember, you know, dance, dances and stuff were always like these awkward moments in, in my life. Um, I, uh, you know, just trying to like, you know, just the idea of talking to a girl, I feel like Jeff had game when he was like in third grade. I, it took me, <laughs> I it took me like forever to figure out how to talk to a girl. And uh, I just remember slow dances were like, you know, just like terrifying, but exhilarating at the same time when you could actually find a girl that would let you just be close to her. And you're just like, you got this little seventh grade, you know, excitement happening. And then you're in there and I'm in Chicago was a big deal for me. It was like uh, all those Chicago songs. I remember when I was a little kid and like, you know, not little kid, but like, you know, eight or whatever. And uh, you know, you're the meaning of my life, you know, inspiration, like all those like sappy Chicago songs. What are you, Adam? What are some of the songs that uh, you remember when you were uh, just figuring out how to be on awkward middle school kid?
0: I, I was incredibly awkward, and uh, we had a... Uh, let's no. see, we got um <laughs> <laughs> We can't all be as
2: cool as you and have a
0: rat tail in, in
2: kindergarten, okay, Jeff? Anyway, rat go
0: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Slow Dances. Uh, it Must Have Been Love, Rock Set. Oh, uh, that's a good song. Yeah, uh, that's nothing, a good one. That's... Nothing compares to you, the uh, Sinead O'Connor ah, one. Good song. What is that Thanks. like? Do you have a story for that one? We, do you oh, remember that? To, <laughs> <laughs> Were you no,
2: like,
0: you know, a, it it was uh um, I'm I'm trying to remember. I just remember uh, I I remember wanting to hear Guns and Roses. Most of those, yeah, yeah. Uh, most,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I can't take this feeling right now. Like right. this is, I am too vulnerable with this woman singing about break or heartbreaking. Right. <laughs> um, in the chat, if you guys have anything, what's what's a uh, just a song that you remember from like a junior high, middle school dance. Um, And uh, Young MC
0: and Tone Loke, all that stuff was big. Yeah, there uh, was. uh, remember that uh, What stuff? was it? Uh, well, MC Hammer, You Can't Touch This. Yeah, all that stuff was big. Um, yeah, Paul Abdul, you? Straight
2: Up. Oh, Paul. Paul uh, that's, <laughs> that's good, good stuff. Song. Yeah, what about you, Jeff? What was some uh, of the uh, you remember? For,
1: for, first, let me let me comment on my, my game back in high school. I right, this is my I know defense.
2: Game. You're like, I always I, a I cool okay. guy. You had a record store at high school. Like you're a cool guy. <laughs> I I wasn't a diss. A lot of times no, no, I'll no. diss you, but I'm not dissing you now. I mean, <laughs> no, your devotion is... to Pat Benatar is something I'll diss. <laughs> but I'm not gonna diss you being cool in high school.
1: No, but this, this was my defense mechanism. You go yes. up, you ask out a girl. She says no. You accuse her of being a lesbian and you moved on. Mm. It kept your um it kept your yeah. ego in check, your fragile ego. Yeah. Um
2: you can't I, You definitely can't do that anymore. Sorry, no, those no. any lesbians that are here. <laughs> um we appreciate you. And Jeff is just letting us know how it was back then. And this is back
1: in the day. Yeah. Um, but no, I would be a little awkward sometimes too, because I was like again, a complete Black Sabbath freak. And I would always like I would always talk about Black Sabbath at parties. And like yeah, you know, like me and my you friends. You guys dance to that? You dance to that? It. No, that was what I that's what I mean. I wound up getting into dance music so I can hook up with girls. And I and I, they, okay, this I isn't them. about girls. This is just
2: about like when you're in a dance and like, you know, they play the music. Like, what are some of the songs you remember? Other uh, like,
1: songs. Okay. For, for me, like, I think the best <laughs> songs to, to, to meet girls with everything was dance music, like disco dance music, songs okay. like Born to Be Alive. Uh, you okay. know, like by, by Patrick Hernandez, um, like all like that real, like hardcore <laughs> disco, like like here, the, the Twitch
2: was... people have no idea. Right. That's the kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said somebody, said, somebody said, somebody said Creep Radiohead, which is a great. I don't know if I want to dance to that song. It's a beautiful song. <laughs> okay. it's, it's a great, great song. To, but... if, if you're with somebody like if you get a let's say you get a person, girl, male, whatever, and you guys are dancing. To radiohead i feel like it's hard to break that bond because that's a beautiful experience like that's that's a that's a i mean what a song that song is except when because,
1: Dave Bell sings it yeah but Justin, you <laughs> know i was a phenomenal dancer okay okay here we go again guys phenomenal i was really if, i'm a i was a if dancer it, if
2: there's no video it didn't happen Tell uh, <laughs> uh, you break okay. this video it didn't happen here we go this is old school dustin's vinyl because this was a big argument in the beginning was that Jeff called himself a phenomenal dance?
1: Phenomenal dance. I and yeah. all right. Um, well, we'll get to see some video somewhere. somewhere I, I, I do. Oh God, I, we we reveal a lot on this show. I do have video. Uh,
2: here's a good song. Um, but he's uh, Madam Ben said. No doubt is I'm just a girl. That is a great song. That's real nineties. One of her middle middle school songs. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great, that's a great band. Like a lot of people, I, that band I like that I probably wouldn't admit as much as I do. Like it's a, you know, I feel like they're very, they're very tight, perfect kind of pop rock band. Like, I I don't know how you feel about them, but I think they're really, really good. I think, uh, no, no just, uh <laughs> nobody, nobody's trying to <laughs> be pep That's just a fun band. Like, do you like them at all, Adam? I don't know. I think they're fun.
0: Yeah. They had, uh, they had a few good songs. They had uh, what was this uh, spiderwebs, The uh, yeah, it's like um, the co- yeah, they I like them. I like garbage. I like yeah, they're
2: just I like garbage. See, yeah, that's a band good. I love. Yeah, it's, I, I don't love them. no doubt. Great. I just think they're good. Yeah, I think they're I touring was, uh, with uh, Alanis, Alanis Morissette. Morissette. Yeah, I was supposed I to go. Saw, I
1: saw them with Alanis Morissette. This is like an anniversary of the, of that, that that tour. That was oh, wow. that was a great tour. That's great. And she's pretty good live, too, actually. Alas. She's very talented. Very talented.
2: All right, guys. Well, this has been fun. Um, we're going to do a back to school. And we're going to get Jess back to school next week. And uh, that's going to be interesting. Just uh, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, follow us again on uh, Instagram, Dustin's Vinyl, Facebook. And let us know if there's any albums you want us to cover. And uh, keep us supporting record stores and all that good stuff. Um, and uh yeah, you guys are fun and we'll see you next Back
1: to school. Yeah. Good to have you back, <laughs> Dustin. Thank you, buddy. You too, fun. Adam. Good album Ooh. choice. Take care, guys. yeah Adam,
2: <laughs> I'm getting you in on the show a little more. I like yeah. I like we I like your uh, you know I like your style man. It's good. Can't just be <laughs> me right. and Jeff all the time. That's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice album. All right everybody. Bye, guys. All right bye. Pearl Jam. <laughs>
1: that's join M-I-D-I,